Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to a track with a view podcast, a fans podcast covering the longest running speedway club in existence, Manchester's very own 12-time British League and 14-time Knockout Cup champions, the Bellevue Aces, as well as the two-time British League Division 2 and one-time National League winners, the Bellevue Colts. It is the 11th of October 2021 and we are literally hours away and counting down to the opening first leg of this year's Premiership Grand Final with the Peterborough Panthers taking on the Bellevue Aces at the National Speedway Stadium. Hopefully it will be two cracking legs um, but... You know, it's it's going to be a tight one. Uh, well, I I think it will be, but you know. So, what we are going to do, because this is going to be a really small episode. So, we are going to have a very brief look at the semi-finals uh, involving the two sides and how they got here. Uh, as well as that, we'll have a little look at the regular season records both home and away. Uh, we'll take a look at the head-to-head between the two sides this season. We'll then have a look at the lineups tonight, as well as the keys to pretty much the meetings. So, where better to start than with the semi-finals and the route of how they got here. So, for the Peterborough Panthers, uh, their route came through the second seed Wolverhampton Wolves, who, for the majority of the season, seemed to be the team to beat. Um, as it was, it saw pretty much Peterborough turning the tables on them a few weeks Oh, towards the back end of the season uh, when they defeated Wolverhampton. Again, I think that was a 40... I think it was 48-42, if memory serves. Uh, so, they kind of had a... I think if they won, they may... It does seem like the the playoffs this year is a bit of a wrong one. Um, in the fact that Peterborough were given first choice when... They weren't actually top spot at the time. Uh, but, you know, such as British Speedway and all that. Uh, as it was, so Peterborough elected to go for Wolverhampton uh, and saw Sheffield facing Bellevue. So the two semi-finals saw Peterborough beating Wolves over the two legs with a 46-44 to victory on the road at Wolverhampton. That was then followed the following week against pretty much Wolves uh, in a 52-38 win at the East of England showground or arena or whatever you prefer to call it. For the Bellevue Aces, 
we took on the Sheffield Tigers in a War of the Roses playoff semi. And it saw the Aces taking home a 10-point advantage from the first leg over at Owlerton. Uh, the second leg was a much more tighter affair, uh, with Sheffield obviously kind of trying to stay in the competition in, in Auvernus. Um, and with Bellevue's home form, it did look like the, the Tigers could possibly have done it. Uh, but thankfully, uh, we had Damuli and a few other key characters that ended up helping us, uh, notably Richie Worrell and Steve Worrell and a late, late show from Charles Wright, as well as Jai Average down at Reserve, and to which I'm sure someone's listening to this now just saying, why don't you just say the whole team? Okay, I will do. Uh, and Tom Brennan, who scored one point, uh, yeah, that was pretty much it, because we had no Brady Kurtz due to injury, much like we do for the, at least, that we know of for the first leg. So, we then ended up taking a 38-42 victory with Charles Wright and Jai Ridge taking what was pretty much one point needed, um, for the final two rides to get the Aces into the final. Um, and they thought, kind of stuff that, let's just get a 5-1. And they did. So Bellevue reached their fourth grand final. Uh, well, yeah, fourth grand final. Um, I was just thinking to myself, it's not four. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of going off track here. But yes. Uh, so this will be our fourth grand final, and I'll be completely honest and say I am not particularly worried <laughs> because I have already decided what's going to happen, uh, as you may very well tell by how calm I am. Uh, so, as I said, um, those were the semi-finals. Uh, we now move on to the regular seasons. Um, Oh, damn it, let's go with the visitors first. Uh, so, the league leaders, uh, as it is, or would be League Shield champions if this was Super League, are the Peterborough Panthers. Their regular season record stands at an, an impressive 15 wins, 1 draw, 4 defeats. Uh, if you kind of dissect that a bit, their home form is 7 wins, no draws, three defeats. Away from home, however, is pretty much their strong point, um, which is pretty worrying. Um, after I put these stats together and realised this, uh, so the Panthers have taken using the winning more than six points, so you get four league points. Uh, they've won. Five meetings that way. Uh, normal victories have been three. One draw, which we'll come back to. Uh, another kind of extra point that was added on uh, as part of the draw. Uh, so they got one from there. And as well as 
no defeats away from home, uh, which is kind of worrying. Um, so, as I was talking about, the home form, uh, seven wins, three defeats. All three defeats have come against Northern sides. Um, Sheffield being the last team to inflict defeat upon the Panthers. Uh, that was the 20th of September with a 51-39 victory. Um, the other two defeats came, ironically, against Bellevue. Um, but we'll kind of come to the head-to-head a bit later on. For Bellevue, our record this season stands at nine wins, two draws, and nine defeats. At home, Caesars having six wins, one draw, and three defeats. Uh, two of those defeats coming against Wolverhampton, and one against Peterborough. Away from we, again, we seem to be better away from home, much in the same form as Peterborough. So, on the four points from a meeting, we've won three. We've taken no regular kind of victories. Um, if we have won, it's been pretty much winning clear-cut. Uh a draw against Ipswich early doors. A taking kind of like a losing bonus point. Uh, we've done that four times. And regular defeats is two. With our worst away defeat this season being eight points. Coming yet again from a team that inflicted defeat upon Peterborough. Uh, it was Sheffield that gave us our biggest away defeat this season, uh, going down 49-41. Moving to the head-to-head, all the over the regular season, of course, uh, Bellevue holds a 2-1 advantage over the Panthers. Um, so, if we try and break it down, so to speak... Uh, the first meeting, or the first two meetings, came back on May 31st, on a bank holiday Monday. The first meeting took place at Bellevue, and pretty much saw the Panthers outgating us, outthinking us, and did everything possible other than win that day. Uh, it was literally a case of a 5-1 saving our bacon, um, in all fairness. I think if you ask any Aces fan, they would probably say Peterborough deserved to take victory in that meeting, because uh, yeah, we sure as hell didn't. Uh, the only one that really kind of turned up that day was Dan Bewley, who picked up a 15-point maximum. So we then went into the evening meeting against the Panthers with I think everyone expecting us to get absolutely tonked uh, in fairness and it was almost the other way around uh, we ran out 50-40 winners <laughs> to which I still can't believe um, having watched 
the afternoon meeting and then watching seeing as I've got the DVD of it um, watching the, the that meeting back afterwards how on earth we managed to beat the Panthers I still will never know um, but at least for Bellevue I do have the, the scores that day uh, so the away meeting where we won saw Brady Kurtz scoring 8 Richie Worrell scoring 3 Dan Bewley scoring 14 arguably would have had another maximum um, if it hadn't been for him touching the tapes in his first ride um, but that said he won the rest of them uh, Steve Worrell scored 2 Charles Wright scored 7-2 and two. Tom Brennan scored 8-2 and, and Jai Effridge scored 8-1 with reserves really playing the, the biggest part in that victory. So as we then moved a couple weeks later and even a couple of months in into July, it saw Bellevue travelling back down to Peterborough where I think most people probably would have expected us to get revenge served to us because um, I, I don't think many people would have thought we'll do the double over Peterborough who really have been one of the strongest sides in the league this season um, but we picked up our argue, was it our argue? yeah so we picked up our biggest away win of the season there with a 52-38 to 38 win um, again Dan Bewley top scoring with 13 and 1. Uh, Brady Kurtz scored 10. Steve Worrell 10 and 1. Charles Wright 6 and 1. Tom Brennan 4. Jai Efridge 9 and 1. And we had Richie Worrell out of the meeting uh, due to a, I think it was a hand injury. Um, but I can't remember that far back. So. August 9th saw Peterborough getting their revenge on the Aces as they came back to Manchester and took a 47-43 win. Um, weren't going to be denied this time around as they did pretty much exactly the same uh, with the pairing of, or the two Danes at least, of Hans Anderson and Bjarni Pedersen pretty much killing us um, every time they were together um, so I am I'm not particularly looking forward to when they seem to ride against us uh, but I do see that happening at least a couple of times tonight um, especially if Palin doesn't kind of get going uh, but of course that's another topic that we'll speak on in a tiny later so as I say Bellevue lost 47-43 to give Peterborough their only win against Bellevue this season though in essence both teams should probably have a 2-2 record um, it's really been entertaining meetings uh, unfortunately though if you're a home fan they haven't been very <laughs> fun to oh, I say fun to watch they haven't been in favor of the home fans um, with both wins for Bellevue coming away from home 
and for Peterborough's best performances against Bellevue, again, coming away from home. Uh, that said, though, Peterborough have yet to taste defeat this season. Um, and I suppose, being the playoffs, it would be the ideal time to kind of inflict that. Um, for Bellevue, trying to win a home match against Peterborough would be ideal too. Uh, going into the second leg, because I don't think it's going to be a case of us sweeping the Panthers um, down at the East of England showground three successive times. But who knows? Speedway is a very funny old game. So if we take a look at the runners and riders tonight, so for the away side, the Peterborough Panthers, bear in mind this is probably not in team order, uh, barring the reserves. Uh, so, you have a Michael Palm Toft at 1, Lewis Kerr has guessed it 2, riding obviously for Ulrich Ostergaard. You then have Hans Anderson at number 3, who's had a brilliant month or so down at reserve. Uh, Scott Nichols riding at 4, Chris Bomber Harris at 5, Bjarni Pedersen, who I do feel is going to be the one of the keys... Uh, for the Panthers tonight and Jordan Palin who I think as many people found out the last time when he travelled up to Bellevue he does like the track seeing as he rode for the Colts for a, a, a good year um, and the fact that he did lower Dan Bewley's colours uh, which isn't a very easy task to do uh, so you can't really kind of write him off and think he's not um, going to turn up because it's playoffs and playoffs and regular season is a very different animal uh, just as Bellevue over the last three finals we've ever made however for the home side Dan Bewley at one, Richie Worrell at two, Steve Worrell at three, Charles Wright at four, Ryder replacement at five um, again, I'll come back to that in a minute. Uh, Tom Brennan at six and Jai Efridge at seven. Um, so this is what I've put as keys to the game or keys to the meeting as we'll refer to it. So for the Panthers, um, the only two things I've really put down is how Lewis Kerr goes tonight um, to which he, he didn't really pull up any trees the last time he, he came to Bellevue um, but then again it's he'll be wanting to try his hardest uh, for obviously a finalist uh, you, you don't get asked to guest for a team in a grand final and not turn up because um, no doubt he'll be riding for Peterborough in the second leg as he seemed to have a great meeting for him uh, last week against Wolves um, so it's almost certain that he'll be doing the two legs uh, for the Panthers reserve is going to be key and I think that may be the, where the possibly the title is won um, with Bjarni Pedersen and Jordan Palin 
Um, I think out of the two, it's. I think it'd be the obvious thing to say is that Biani's the better of the two, or or to put it another way, he he's the more experienced of the two. Uh, and seeing as he's done this pretty much many times with Poole in the past, um, and I think just looking at their their championship of well, the championships within that side, uh, you've got Bjarni Pedersen that's won it a shed load of times with the Pirates, uh, Chris Harrison, Scott Nichols, who defeated the Aces back in 2005 as part of Coventry's team, uh, Hans Anderson won the title probably with Poole in the past but did so with the Panthers back in 2006 um, the only one or two that haven't actually won really anything uh, that is strictly a proper uh, fully fledged member of Peterborough uh, is Palin and Palm Toft um, but yeah um it's they there is a reason they they have the tag dad's army um because they are f- extremely experienced in their lineup and they will know what it takes to win a title crossing the other side so to speak um uh, bellevue where the notes i've put down is rider replacement I don't particularly think Ryder replacement works at home, really. Because uh, if you have home advantage, then it works very well for you. However, we don't have any home advantage. And against a team like Peterborough that we have struggled to contend with in the two meetings so far, that might possibly be the worst thing we could have done but again it, we may have had our hands tied in what we were able to do so you know it's it's one of them so to speak uh, reserves Brennan and Jai really need to get some points tonight I feel uh, I think if we're outscored or if we don't score too many at reserve I think it's pretty much going to be a very long opening night. Because um, I feel Peterborough will definitely take advantage of that, having Bjarni Pedersen at their disposal. Uh, away from home, we they seem to ride very well. Uh, at home, we are very streaky in the sense of riders will score well, and then the next week they won't. And then they'll do well for a couple of meetings and then just kind of go away. Um, so that's a concern. The other thing that I have, I think I've brought up on the podcast numerous times is the the World Brothers. Uh, having looked at our previous finals, um, the Worlds haven't exactly. I'm not. How how can I put it? They do seem to underperform in grand finals. I think 
KO Cups, they've done very well. However, in league title playoffs, they just seem to go missing. Um, but that said, as opposed to every other time Bellevue reached one of these, as opposed to being the hunted, we seem to be more the hunters this time around. Uh, in the sense that we have come into late form into the season, which for Bellevue is very rare, and I cannot recall a time where we have come into a playoffs pretty much with a fair bit of momentum going into a final. It's normally been a case of we've been top, or we've been in and around first and second, or we've been fourth and nothing's happened and then we get to playoffs and then we just decline seem to do very well in semi-finals but then once we get to the grand final our first legs are not particularly great in in fairness uh, we've been hammered by coventry in the first leg in 2005 we had an absolute shocker at home in 2015 where really a double points win from Matty Zagar helped us secure a 46-all draw and then saw us lose out on the league by two points down at Poole. Uh, 2016 saw us taking an absolute hammering by Wolves in the opening four to five races. Um, but the thing is with Bellevue in grand finals... We have never put in a full, or we've never put in a decent display in a first leg in any of the past three finals. Uh, I think one of the biggest things for us is we have to put in a decent top performance tonight. If we don't put in a performance at home, I think ooh, I, I think the titles could arguably be won this evening. Um, because as much as we've done really well down at Peterborough, that's going to count for Jack. Um, especially because I think Peterborough will be more up for it at home. We need to be up for it. But at the same time, we really need the whole side to do a... kind of what we did against the likes of Kings Lynn and Sheffield at home in Ipswich. We pulled together... Last week in the semi-final against Sheffield, even though we were down, the riders seemed to come together and we pulled it out of the bag. Um, this, The thing that really troubles me is that rider replacement. I really don't think it's, it's going to help us. It's going to be more of a negative for us, I feel. Uh, but I suppose we'll have to wait and see. Um... But yes, as I was saying about the, the Worrells, um, one thing I have noticed, and probably after this has come out and after tonight's meeting, probably be a complete waste of time me saying it, um, but it does seem a case of if one has a decent night's performance, the other does exactly the same. Um, and as much as the brothers and do the same things we really need I think it's going to a first heat may tell us a bit 
so if Richie has a decent performance in Heat 1, uh, Steve will probably follow that in suit. Uh, however, it does seem a case, even looking down at the scores this season, if one brother does badly, the other follows suit. And tonight we really can't afford them to just have a, a bad meeting. We really need them to turn up. Uh, especially as we are a man light. Uh, so we will definitely need to have 1-6 to six firing on all cylinders. Uh, with that said, that is pretty much your little preview for the first leg. I probably won't do one for the second. I'll probably just do the overall of what happened. So it's either going to be me with a croaky throat. Uh, oh, it's. I, let's be honest, it's not going to be me with a croaky throat. Um, because personally, and I have stated this pretty much anywhere, pardon, I don't expect us to win the title. Um, I fully expect Peterborough to take it. If Bellevue were to take it, I would be happily surprised and I would happily take it with both hands. However, I just don't see us doing it. I think tonight is possibly where it may cost us. Uh, riding at home, where we don't seem to ride particularly well, especially against Peterborough. Uh, and then you also have the fact that we have <laughs> ride replacement, which I've already stated. Um, yeah, I'm not particularly confident at all. Um, I am going to both legs. Firstly, for me, is more a case of the Peterborough title parade, in in my particular view. Um, but who knows? Who knows indeed? Um, but speaking on... As I said earlier about similarities, um, this is more for those that like omens or are clutching at straws. But, you know, we we like to clutch at straws here. So, after the article I put out the other day about the 1993 title win, which was about 28, 26 years ago, uh, I made... The similarities that during that season, Wolves were top of the table for a long time and saw them having an, an injury crisis towards the back end of their year. Um, in fairness, though, compare with all due respect, comparing Leon Flint and I think Nick Morris, who did come back, uh, comparing them to, to Sam Omelenko and Ronnie Corey is pretty, probably a bit far-fetched. Uh, but still, it was injury problems. Uh, and they did seem to just falter towards the back end of the season. Uh, whereas Bellevue began to hit late form late on and took the title. Uh, other things that happened that are very similar to this year... Uh, Bellevue, both this year and last year, had a rider winning the Under-21 Championship in Carl Stonewer in 93. Joe Screen finished second, still Bellevue. Uh, and then this year we had 
Tom Brennan winning the under 21. As well as that, the British final saw Andy Smith winning it in 1993 with Joe Screen coming in second. And this year saw Dan Bewley finishing second to another Yorkshire, well, I say Yorkshireman, adopted Yorkshireman, I suppose you could say, seeing as he's running in Sheffield uh, in Adam Ellis. Uh, so, again, these are massively clutching at straws. And, as I've said, I really don't see Bellevue particularly winning it. Do I hope they win it? Damn right you do. Do I think it'll happen? Probably not. But then again, I am not the most optimistic person in anything that I support. Uh, even this show, I don't have any optimism for. Um, but yes, uh, thank you for listening. Um, if you're going to either of the two legs, hopefully you have a safe journey up or down or going back. Um, hopefully, hopefully the Aces can land our first title since 93. Uh, here's hoping. Uh, so from me... I'm not saying who I am. Um, thank you very much for listening. Up the aces. And goodbye.